Hello and happy September. Do you remember? Sorry. But welcome to the ABCs of Weight Loss podcast series, where I'll be taking you through every single letter of the alphabet and relating it to something to do with weight loss and to help you. So these podcast episodes are short. Some of them are short. Some of them are long. And some of them took two episode recordings. So you're in for a jam-packed session. We've got accountability, keto. We have got weight loss. We've got all of those things. So you are in for a treat. Don't forget to make sure that the emails are going into your inbox and not going to spam because that's how you're going to be able to get these podcasts. I cannot wait for you to listen to day one through to 26, all the way to the middle of September. September is full season and I absolutely love full season. If you are somebody who wants to reach out to me during the season, during the season during the sessions please do reach out at va nutrition coaching over on the gram if you want to reach out via email do please do so support at vanutritioncoaching.co.uk now i'm actually going to stop talking so you can get on and listen to this episode Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to the ABCs of weight loss. And today's letter, we are on N. And N is, I'm going to talk about not losing weight. And I'm going to talk about a few reasons that might actually be the reason why you are not losing weight. As a weight loss, fat loss, mindset, nutrition, personal training coach, expert, this is going to help you if you're somebody who's trying to do this whole thing correctly you're not about fad diets and you're not about quick fixes and you're not about just doing the shortest amount of work possible to get the quickest results as quickly as you can because chances are you're here because you want a long-term sustainable results right okay cool now we're on the same page I'm about teaching you long-term sustainable results not quick fixes not fad diets we're not talking about restrictions here and we're definitely not talking about cutting out carbs okay I love me some carbs okay Okay. And when it comes to losing weight, it is more than a number on the scale. It's more than losing fat. It's more than losing weight. And it's definitely not just exercising, cardio, 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 no strength training at all. So you're losing weight and you're losing muscle mass at the same time. You want to be able to build muscle and you want to retain your muscle mass and also not get bulky because if bulking isn't your goal, believe me, lifting a 5kg dumbbell isn't going to bulk you up. It's going to build muscle over a period of time. It's called muscle hypertrophy. So your intentional shorter reps and your focus is on a higher uh, a heavier weight so when it comes to that so you're growing your muscle shorter reps those believe me those reps are brutal if you're trying to do oh you're trying to do skull crushers with them and you're working on your isolating your biceps oh my goodness I can feel the pain now if you're doing tricep kickbacks which I love and they give you that kind of definition in your triceps and I'm like uh, uh, and I'm tensing my muscles now I'm like oh hello but you know what you're focusing on hypertrophy so you're focusing on shorter reps but you're also making sure that your weight is heavy so that is a personalized plan that's that's personal if that's your goal and you're focusing on key moves and if you haven't understood a word of what I just said don't worry about it but if your goal is that if your goal is to burn fat and do a body recomp then these are some of the things that you're focusing on so you don't just focus on two hours of cardio per day every single day so you look lean and scrawny or you look really gaunt because you've lost muscle mass as well so I'm not talking about personal, this is not a personal training episode here. So we're going to get back into it as to why you are not losing weight. Again, I am a personal trainer. So if you're somebody who wants, I don't do personalized training plans that comes into play in the coaching program. It's mindset, nutrition focus. If you're somebody who wants a conversation, let me know, but that will be included in your six months coaching program. So if you're somebody who has tried, you're trying right now, you're trying to lose a few pounds. You are trying to shed the belly fat 
that has grown. Your children are now grown up and you're still carrying your mum pooch. And you're like, what is happening? It looks like a mum pooch. In fact, somebody told me recently, they said to me, somebody was like, oh, when are you due? Just friends, if this is you, you think somebody looks pregnant, you're not sure, wait for them to tell you. If you ever go to a woman and say, oh, when is it due? And she says, oh, mm, I'm not pregnant, it's just fat. Let me tell you, I will cuss you out. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? It's incredibly invasive and it's incredibly rude to go up to somebody, especially if you don't know her that well and you're not really sure she's pregnant and you have just given this woman a complex about her body 10 times more than she already has. So if you're unsure if somebody is pregnant and you're unsure whether they are or they're not or you think they are or you're wondering, if in, if in doubt, leave it out. Do not go up to a woman and say congratulations if you don't know that she's pregnant because my friend was mortified when somebody said oh yeah when's it due she's like oh no I'm not pregnant I'm like listen let's keep it keep it closed yeah (laughs) don't say anything shh just just don't don't say anything it's rude it's invasive and just keep it to yourself and wait till they tell you they will tell if you're not meant to know you will tell get told that's it if you hear it through the grapevine even better but don't go up to a woman if you think that they're pregnant and they turn out it's just fat that they're carrying don't ever do that please if you've done it before don't do it again so it's really it's really embarrassing it's, it's really embarrassing I've had two people's stories that I know that's had that happen to them so when it comes to that they might actually be struggling to lose weight they might actually be on medication that you might not know about you might even be on medication that you might not well actually you're gonna know if you're on medication aren't you silly <laughs> no you might be on medication that's beginning to affect how you're losing weight some medications why they do that I have no idea um sometimes pharmaceuticals and just the components of the medication together have this effect or reaction on our bodies but it may be something if you can go and listen to the separate episode that I've done about medication and weight loss so when it comes to weight loss when it comes to exercise when it comes to the way that you eat on a day-to-day basis your diet when you're promoting and building up healthy sustainable eating habits it comes to a lot of different things it comes to what your weight is when you start your journey, how many times you stopped and started your journey, how old you are, you whether you're male or female. It does all of these things. There's, there are different things. How many, what you eat, the quality of foods that you eat, the quantity of foods that you eat. If you're constantly eating more calories than your body needs, then that extra calorie, those extra calories are going to be stored as fat. That's just how the body works. And the more calories that you eat, the more calories that your body doesn't need is the more fat that your body is going to store. Now, the complexities of that are you can become emotionally attached to food. You can build an unhealthy attachment and relationship with food, which most of the cases are. If you're somebody who is morbidly obese, most of the times, not all, but most of the times they can stem from traumatic incidents in your childhood, in your adulthood. It could be a breakup. And the way that you have coped with food is by eating, you've coped with the breakup is by eating your emotions. So some sometimes it's traumatic in childhood sometimes it's an experience and sometimes it's a case of not knowing when to stop we all know when to stop but we've all got good at surpassing that feeling we've all got good at bypassing those feelings and so our body now continues to crave more food so it's a variety of things when it comes to fat loss now let's talk about why your body why you're not losing weight we've talked about there are the variety of different things the first thing we talked about there are a variety of different things when it comes to losing weight let's talk about why your body doesn't lose weight the first reason is your body is rebellious your body does not want to lose weight when it comes to plateau aka plateaus your body doesn't want to lose weight and that's when it starts to, it's a natural process that your body does. It will start to actually, no, 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 where, where am I, no, why am I losing weight? It 
a mechanism kicks in it's like no 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 let me stop this and we talk about it a little bit deeper in in coaching and in the program so your body is used to you being at a certain place and it starts to rebel and says, no, 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 we're losing too much weight here. We're losing too many things. Let me put in my warning signs. Let me put up the restrictions. And then I'm trying to get you back up to the normal weight that you were. Obviously, we don't want that. We don't want to go back to the weight that we were. So it's about understanding that. And it's about being aware of those physiological things, those factors that can affect your body. The second physiological thing that can affect you losing weight is that your genetics. In fact, when I say genetics, I mean male or female genetics. So men lose weight faster than women. So if you're in a marriage and your husband is trying to join, support you and coming on your weightless journey and you're seeing him lose 10 pounds and you've lost one, firstly, let's not compare ourselves. Secondly, one pound is still a loss and it's healthy to lose up to 0.5 to one pound per week. That's a sustainable amount of weight that I do when I'm coaching you. If you're moving any more or any faster than that, then you're going into the territory of extreme weight loss. And I don't support extreme weight loss methods because you're going to always have to do extreme things to maintain those results, which isn't sustainable in the long term. So men genetically lose weight faster than women that's just how it is don't get caught up on that celebrate him as he's celebrating and supporting you especially if he doesn't really have much to lose but that's just the way that it is when it comes to the physiologics of our bodies and our genetics and it can take a lot men a lot quicker to lose weight than it does for us females but those are some of the things that from the beginning can start now i'm gonna stop counting because i get confused with where i'm at so um i hope you can count so I'm going to give you a few tips because I didn't say the number today, but I'm going to give you a few tips. Now, one of the things that I see, this first tip that I'm talking about, I give third, this third tip that I see, I have this question a lot. So I have this question, I'm doing everything right, but I'm not losing weight. What am I doing wrong? And I've actually done another separate episode to this. So you can go and listen to that for some more tips on there. But now some of the questions come from women who have just started. They've just started their journey again. And especially if you've been a chronic dieter, you've stopped, you've started, you've stopped, you've started. No way are you going to grow muscle in three days. If somebody's encouraged you saying it's muscle growth, keep going, it's muscle growth. She's giving you false information, but she's trying to help encourage you. But that doesn't, without sounding harsh, it's her encouragement is nice, but it's not the truth. Because especially if you've stopped and started, stopped and started, you're going, your metabolism is going to be adapted to that stop start. So you're going to have to focus intentionally on refueling your body with things that your metabolism can feast off of. Let's put it that way. So if you're trying to build muscle, it takes a while for your muscle consistency, for your muscle to grow and for it to, you know, as I talked about in the beginning, touched on in the beginning, it's going to take a while for that. It takes a lot longer than three days for muscle growth to happen. That's not correct advice that you're following. It's great that she's supporting you. She's encouraging you. My third tip, sorry, my third tip is you're actually, you're misinformed. You're misinformed about muscle growth. Now, what I'm talking about is people say, you know, muscle weighs more than fat. It doesn't. Muscle is more dense than fat, meaning it takes up more space, but it doesn't weigh any more. And so, um, and again, when you when you're actively building muscle, you see it. You see the definition. If you stand on the scale and you look at yourself and you can't see the definition of muscle, then that disproves their theory. Muscle weighs more than fat, but can you see your muscle? If you're trying to, if you're doing crunches and you've got a big visceral layer of fat to burn through, and you're doing crunches every day, you can't see your abdominals coming through. Then muscles doesn't weigh more than fat for you. That 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 theory is proved difficult. So. If you're constantly burning muscle and you're constantly burning fat and adding muscle, if you're constantly building a muscle, 
as much as you think you are, you should then be able to see the definition of that. If you can't see it, then that disproves a theory. And what you still can see is fat, then that's what you're focusing on. You're, you're focusing on your fat loss at the same time. So when you're doing that, consider making changes to what you're eating, how you're eating. If you're somebody who wants to, uh, if you're not aware of how to do that for yourself, then click the link in the show notes uh, to book a session with me, a one-to-one deep dive session, and we'll get a plan. We'll consider tweaking your plan, consider changing it up what you're doing, and then see where you're at, see what calories you're eating, and then do some adjustments adjustments to you. But if you are somebody who does training, you can talk about what your training is, add that in the session, and then we can discuss a little bit of a training tweak, tweak for you if you are somebody who has been misinformed about muscle growth. Now, tip number four, you're in a calorie deficit, but you're still eating foods that are unhealthy. This one, even when we start to focus on our nutrition, there is still a danger that we can still have unhealthy habits. Now, if we're not dealing with our mindset, we're not dealing with our unhealthy habits, we will just bring them into the new thing that we do and continue and then get distracted and then get disheartened and then get discouraged when we're not seeing the results that we actually want to see. Yes, scientifically, if you are eating less calories than your body is burning, you will lose so burning more energy but you're eating less food although when you burn more you're going to need more so you kind of need to work out that deficit correctly now if you are taking in less energy than your body actually needs then that is when scientific science says that you are going to lose around 10% of your body weight it's not a given there are other factors that come to it but that's a that's a figure it's a, it's possible. It's not a standard given alone. Yeah, Verona said I'm going to lose 10% of my body, but it didn't work. I said it's a possibility, but there are other factors that might affect it for you. But the whole calories in, calories out kind of notion of keep cutting, keep being in a deficit, keep doing this, keep doing that kind of gets old. So if you still got more factors, you can't just can't keep reducing calories. So it's not just about calories, calories, calories. And I'm not counting a single calorie, but I'm telling you I'm losing weight. So if I'm not counting calories and I'm still losing weight, is the answer don't count, just count calories. It's not just about the number of what you're eating, it's the quality, which is why I don't t- teach about calories because you get focused on the numbers. So you're focused on being in a calorie deficit, but your food is still the same way as it was before. That's why I say if you're just doing the same thing. You do it. You don't need to be under the label of calorie counting. You're just continuing the same way that you are. You're eating the same things that you're eating. You're eating and, oh, I'm in a calorie deficit, but I can still eat burgers and chips. Eat what you want to eat, but no, you are in control of what you're eating. You are in control of your food choices. And ultimately, it's those choices that will lead you to stay the same or lead you to get different results because it's all about quality as opposed to the quantity yes you are still focusing on the portion sizes how much food you're eating but if your focus comes on the numbers more than the quality of foods that you're eating that is one of the reasons why you are not losing weight now if you're ordering a takeaway every single evening you have you have breakfast for lunch from starbucks you have donald's breakfast you have wendy's breakfast you have wendy's lunch you have chick-fil-a for dinner free takeaway meals every day yeah but you're still in a calorie deficit but what is the quality of the food that you're eating although these places are very nice, what does that do to you internally? And if that's the pattern that you've always had and you've always done, how are you going to get something different? 
Because, yeah, you might start losing weight in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I'm in a calorie deficit and I'm eating burgers and chips and I'm still losing weight. That's not going to last forever. <laughs> That's not going to last forever because you're going to end up back where you were if you continue that lifestyle. Don't fall into the trap of, yes, I can, I'm in a calorie deficit. I can eat burgers and chips all that I want. It's about the quality of your calories much more than it is the number of calories. Again, that's why I don't teach you to turn over the label and see that's 340 calories and just take that as face value. There's a lot more that I teach you when it comes to that. So you can determine the quality of the calories that you're eating so that you are eating more nutrient dense foods. Yes, if you want to have room for foods that you like every, every once in a while, great. But when it comes to change, you've got to change those habits too. And you need to understand or you need to kind of consider what is it you actually want. Because if you still want to eat burgers and chips all day, every day, you don't need a calorie deficit to do that. You can stay exactly the same way you are, but knowing that you're going to get the same results. That's the difference to understanding why you're not losing weight, checking what you're doing, checking what you're eating, checking how you're eating. And that's where the whole tracking element can come into play and be helpful but it can also be a catch-22 if you're just focusing on the numbers because you lose sight of the quantity of calories that you're eating. Five, the fifth reason on the flip side of unhealthy calories, you are eating too many healthy foods. And just because it's healthy, it doesn't mean that it doesn't come with calories. Every food that we eat has an energy value to our bodies. And the more we consistently eat it, the more we, ca- if, if it's too, if it's more than what our body needs, then we will, it will cause weight gain. So too much of healthy fats, too much of proteins, too much of carbohydrates, healthy carbs, they can also cause food, weight gain because our body only needs needs a certain amount of calories to function and to maintain our body weight once we've got to that particular place. Tracking your macros isn't something you need to do for the rest of your life. It's a tool to create accountability for you in the beginning stages. If you feel that it's something that you become addicted to, then it's begun to lose its flavor. It's begun to lose its valor. So eating too many foods just as high high calorie foods can cause you to stop losing weight. And tip number six is liquid calories. Check the amount of liquid calories that you are burning. Tip number seven, sleep, sleep, sleep. And sleep, 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 sleep. Your circadian rhythm is so important when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to health, when it comes to... If you're not sleeping well and it's causing extra stress on your body, this can affect how you lose weight immensely. Now, there's a whole module on sleep in the program, so I'm not going to go into it too much here. But this is one of the reasons why you may not be losing weight. Another reason, I've forgotten where I'm at, but I'm also I'm coming up to 10. I think I'm on seven or eight is you are sedentary so there's no activity throughout the day you're mostly sitting down throughout the day now even if you're active and you do a half an hour or an hour of exercise per day that's great but our bodies also need to be active so you also need to be increasing your non-exercise activity thermogenesis that's just basically things like walking around sitting and standing especially if you are somebody who has a sedentary desk job it's about keeping your body moving tapping your feet whilst you're sitting down moving your hands you're moving so that's ex- that's thermogenesis that's activity but it's not related to exercise so that takes into account and so sometimes you might have a fitness tracker that tracks the amount of steps that you do as a guesstimate because they're not 100% accurate unfortunately but as a guesstimate it's tracking how many steps you do and so it's advised to do between 7,500 towards 10,000 and if you're somebody who hasn't done walking for years trying to aim to do 7,500 steps in a day is going to hurt your body so you're starting off small small attainable achievable steps that are realistic for you to do in the body that you actually have and also before you do any exercise you need to consult your doctor or physician to make sure that you're physically be able to do that because you will physically exert yourself at this moment in time if you're not doing any form of exercise at all so you've got to build yourself up to that place 
Another thing, uh, number eight, I believe I'm on, water. You need to stay hydrated. Now, one of the reasons why we don't lose weight is water doesn't cause you weight loss. Don't get it twisted. Don't, don't go and buy a gallon of water and then drink it and be like, yes, I'm going to lose weight now. No, you need to be hydrated. It, hydration for your body keeps you hydrated, basically. You're drinking. That's what you need to do. And number nine, age. Age can also affect your weight loss. It doesn't mean that it's going to be impossible, but it can make it harder. You've got things like menopause. You've got all of those things that seem to be working for you. But don't get that twisted. Don't let menopause cause you to think, oh my gosh, I'm at menopause stage now. I haven't lost weight. Now, there is a woman who is in her 70s and she looks fantastic over on social media. And yes, menopause who? That's what her body says. That's all I'm going to say. And number 10. Number 10, I did an episode on this, a separate episode. Number 10 could be a medical condition that you have no idea about. When it comes to weight loss, we tend to focus on the external only. We don't focus on the scale. We focus on all the things that we can see on the outside. But what we fail to look at is the internal side. So one of the things that I advise my clients to get is a blood test. Just like an MOT, we get an MOT for our car. We get a service, mid-year service. We get an MOT, well, we hope we get a service. But we get an MOT for our cars. Let us do the same with our bodies. Because if you've got a medical condition, it will affect your hormones and your metabolism will, to that effect, will hinder the ability to lose weight. So if your body just categorically stalls, doesn't do anything, it makes it harder when you've got things like PCOS, when you've got things like hyperthyroidism, when you've got things like diabetes, blood pressure, heart disease, these things can make it a little bit more harder to lose weight. And also what also makes it harder to lose weight is if you're injured as well. I've got a shoulder injury that I now have to go and get a scan for, but I can't do overhead movements. It's it hurts to a certain degree. It really, really hurts. So if you're injured, your metabolism and your hormones will need to have additional supplies of vitamins and minerals to help with the healing that comes to injuries. So all of these things that are underlying that you may not know about, go to a doctor, see, have a test, have a high, have a test about, see where you are at, see where your health is at. Do that MOT for your health, for your body. Then start focusing on the plan to lose weight. Friends, that is it. That is my letter N for not losing weight. Can't wait to catch you on the next one. And just like that, friends, we've come to the end of today's episode in the ABCs of Weight Loss podcast series. I hope you have got some value from today. Now they say if you go back and listen to it a second time, you will get something different the second time round, the third time round that you did when you first listened to it. Now if you're somebody who wants to lose weight, get rid of those extra pounds that you're carrying that make you feel insecure about yourself, that make you hate your relationship with yourself and also make you hate your reflection that you see in the mirror. Now I used to hate looking in the mirror in fact, I avoided looking in the mirrors for a number of years. And the reason why that was is because of a work colleague. I was already insecure about myself. I was already insecure about the way I look. And I was already insecure about the fact that I was aware that I was gaining weight, but I was afraid to deal with the issues that caused me to be overweight in the first place. They ridiculed me in front of my colleagues and the whole team by laughing at a state and a picture of me. And that scarred me for a number of years. It caused me to get into arguments with family members when they were trying to pressure 
pressure me to get into photos as well as friends. And what I would do is I would hide behind everybody else so the fat one wouldn't be seen in the front of the photo. And that happened for years. But it wasn't until I addressed the root causes, which was my rejection, which was my insecurities, and was my unhealthy attachment and relationship with food. I used food to cover up my insecurities, to cover up how I felt rejected by those people who were supposed to love me. But what happened is the very same foods that I was going to for comfort, they ended up making me sick. And I had hospital tests upon hospital tests, but they never ever found something wrong. All the time, the real issue was staring me in the face, but I was so afraid to address the real root cause. Now, if you can identify with some of the things that I've stuck there throughout today's episode and the rest of the episodes that you've listened to, then I want you to reach out to me. All the ways that you can reach out to me and work with me are in the show notes below. You can have a deep dive one-to-one session with me and we will go through an intense 90 minutes of working through what you've done in the past and the plan that you have for the future. Now, if you're somebody who just needs that plan, wants to know how many calories to track, how many macros you should be tracking, or whether or not macros is right for you, but you just want a plan of nutrition and that it's personalized to you, this would be beneficial for you. If you're somebody who's a busy mom, a busy professional, and you've never really put into perspective the way that you eat, your relationship that you have with food, you're good at being there for everybody else, your spouse, your friends, your partner, your family, your colleagues, your clients. You're there for everybody else. But when it comes to somebody filling your cup, there's nobody there for you. Now, if that's you, you're good at putting everybody else above yourself, but your health falls to the wayside and you want to learn the things as to how you can overcome that. You want to have time to meal prep with your family. So you're not always having takeaway every single day. You can have them once or twice a week, but you're also honing in on your abilities, your skills to cook, but you want somebody to walk through that with you for a six month accountability period. Then I encourage you to apply for the application. This is a program for women who are serious about making changes. And I will be your wingwoman to get you there to help you really really shift the fad diet cycle that you've been in for years. You don't need to cut out carbohydrates. You don't need to restrict yourself. You don't need to do fad diets or get caught up in the diet culture any longer. There is a way out, friends, and I'm here to help you. Can't wait to catch you in the next episode.